You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is January 22nd, 2020. Here as we enter the third decade of the 21st century. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Justin Labar and Matt Morgan, who's off using the facilities at the moment. Tonight, we're going to talk about NXT on USA, Dynamite on TNT, and much more. Justin, how are you? I felt better, but I'm going to power through here. As uh, many people listening or watching might be able to tell, Justin and I are both a bit congested. That's why I'm uh, talking like I'm on NPR. <laughs> so we're really hoping Matt Morgan's going to bring the energy. Yes, Matt's going to bring the energy. We're counting on him. Yes. We'll Seven set him feet up. of energy. We'll set him up. He'll knock him down. Absolutely. Uh, we were talking about this. AEW pre-tape show. Mm-hmm. Taped last night on the Jericho Cruise. In a sport that's predetermined, why does something pre-recorded somehow feel a little less essential? Yeah, you know, because we know that, like, if something absolutely balls to the wall crazy happened, we'd find out about it. Or, like, it just, you know, when something's taped, you just know there's just, it takes a little bit something away from, like, it sterilizes it just a little bit. Not to say that AEW wasn't good. Not to say there wasn't some things that were definitely worth tuning in for. But, yeah, whenever something in this day and age is not live. And uh, with that in mind you would think there would be something they could do maybe in a backstage segment or something taped to give us a bit of surprise perhaps even to open the show well but it's it's a task in any way just to produce a two-hour show from a cruise ship i mean they had they had several i mean i guess they had like a whole backup plan of getting the tapes back to atlanta to make sure that this thing aired so i mean you know it's i thought they did pretty good i thought aw i thought it looked cool and I thought, again, when you're trying to, you know, they did four or five cameras, which is, you know, less than what they would do if they were in an arena. I thought, I thought they, they produced a pretty cool-looking show. Uh, but, yeah, there's challenges that come with live television. And never mind, again, trying to do it from the Bahamas on a ship. So, uh, yeah, but it's a tape show, so sterilized a little bit, but still wasn't bad. How did you feel tonight How about the both shows, Matt? I dug the cruise show. Um complete different aesthetic i like companies that take chances this was a chance a risk they took um i liked it do you think i think tonight we're going to talk about nxt first but i want to high level ask some questions about aew do you think dynamite tonight matt leaned into the cruise angle enough i mean we had marco stunt and child's life vest uh no one got thrown overboard there was no uh lifeboat segment 
do you feel that uh, they went far enough with the Jericho cruise? Wait, are you saying you think you wish there were more boat type of? This should have been the freaking love boat tonight. <laughs> I couldn't. Def- okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't determine because that was the love boat theme song for sure. That was what that was yes. a knock on the theme of the show. I don't know if I liked it or hated it, to be honest. Um, it's different. So I got to say, I liked it, I guess, because I like anything that's different. Um, usually the graphics were different as well. Um, I don't know. I did watch. Did you guys catch the pre um, pre-show interviews they were doing on YouTube? Uh, no, no. They they did. And they had a lot of them not in totally non 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 scripted promos like, hey, dude, come here from AEW. We're going to do an interview to hype up tonight's show kind of yeah. interviews. Alex Abram, whatever his last name is, he's a friend of mine. I could never pronounce his last name correctly. He used to work with TNA, did the interviews. And, dude, they, they were rotten, terrible. <laughs> like, uh, what do you call it? Jurassic. Um, Jurassic Express. They, they, did a, they did one, and it was, oh, my God. It was cringing. Jungle Boy's promo of the three was the best. But anyways, back to your question. I don't know. I think that stuff is cheesy. I think that stuff is corny. Um but that being said, I mean, how they, often... threw, they threw MJF in the pool. You know, they had a not fully clothed. So right there, it wasn't <laughs> hilarious. No. Oh, because that would have got him. <laughs> hey, according to Vince McMahon, the funniest thing on earth is to push somebody in a swimming pool fully clothed. <laughs> oh, when he was at his house doing creative team writings or something yeah. that he discovered. Like, that that's the thing that delights him apparently to no end. Uh, <laughs> uh, God damn, pal, you got all wet and your clothes are on. <laughs> Don't you get it? Um, Vince probably, I bet you he also appreciates a good fart joke. Something that Vince dies laughing at. Toilet humor. (laughs) I think it was, I think think it was, um, I think it was like Todd Pettengill. I think it was Mm -hmm. him that once told a story like when he was getting hired in the early 90s and uh, he had his interview, uh, whatever, and he thought it went terrible. And then he went into the bathroom and to like to pee and wash his hands. And there was somebody in the stall that was just blowing the bathroom up. And I guess Todd Pettengill like called him out saying like, you know, take it easy there, buddy. Or, so, or just something really yeah. generic. And it was Vince. And Vince just started chuckling. <laughs> he it was great. <laughs> and then Todd Pettengill got hired. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. I, my, my take on it is Matt, how often do you broadcast a wrestling show from a cruise ship? Never. This was the first. It is. I, I just, again, Marco stunt wearing that. I thought that was stupid. I hated that. Yeah. I'm not saying it couldn't have been uh, clever, but yes. Uh, so let's talk about NXT. I feel like I'm so glad the dusty classic is almost over. Yeah. This should have been a network special. It is the albatross bringing down NXT every week. But I hate that the finals <laughs> are next Wednesday. The finals. Yes, they're Saturday. not even at worlds collide. Exactly. exactly. It, it, it really hurts. And a season where there's so much speculation it's gonna be four straight AEW wins. Yeah, yeah. In a season with Royal Rumble coming up, where there's all the speculation, you know, that the, it's basically the Brock Lesnar gauntlet match, which is Royal Rumble, and there's speculation of, ooh, Matt Riddle could be that'll be fun, or Keith Lee in the, you know, all these NXT guys that could be in the in the in the Rumble match. Well, now that Keith Lee's holding title, and now that Matt Riddle has to work a tag team final tournament match next Wednesday after the Rumble, it just completely takes out any minor minor hope that something like that happens. Sunday because they, they still have all this unfinished business to do with NXT. So I, I don't know why they wouldn't have wrapped this tournament up on Saturday. I don't know. Or at the Rumble. 
or at the Rumble. The but, but NXT has a damn pay-per-view Saturday. Why would you not do it there? If it's the UK? Oh, no, it's, it's Worlds Collide. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's talk about NXT tonight. Dusty Rogue's Tag Team Classic semifinal match, the Undisputed Era versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. I thought this was a fantastic match. Um, With a terrible name, Grizzled Young Veterans are good. Um, can I just say what they should be doing? They should have yeah. shit-canned the Dusty Invitational. I mean, dead serious. And instead, just done nonstop build to this Worlds Collide yeah. um, pay-per-view. They could have done it for three weeks. It would have been enough. Would have had great star crossover power, right, between the shows. I agree. Yeah. Cool matchups, original matchups, fresh matchups. Or do the Dusty Classic as a um, a network special or what, do it um, cross-brand. What was the girls' uh, match I was telling you about I liked um, on the last UK pay-per-view? I think it was last Saturday. Oh, the triple threat. It was like Piper Niven, Tony Storm, and they could have put that on NXT, dude. That would have, you know, or, or, I agree. or no, I agree. I mean, with this tonight, uh, the storytelling here, Imperium distracting Undisputed Era, allowing grizzled young veterans to pick up a win. Um, we've talked about this, Matt. We've talked about what is a distraction. Here we had four guys standing on a podium looking like they're about to be uh, sentenced to eternity in the Phantom Zone. And uh, that was enough to where Undisputed Era was like, oh, no. And then we, we got, like, what are they doing here? Hey, you, <laughs> did you see him? Hey, tag partner, wait, stop watching the match and watch them. What are they doing up there? Meanwhile, they get schoolboy, small packaged, whatever. And, you know, it's, it's stupid. And when again, it's one of those because it's wrestling and I say so type yeah. of stupid rules. Um, and Immortan Fisk is asking, what makes the Dusty Classic bad? It's not that it's bad. It's just there's it has nothing no to do with Dusty at all. It has to do with the taking two singles acts, making them into tag teams when they have a stacked roster full of still more fresh matchups we've not seen yet. And, and AEW lines. is handing you your ass at the moment. You would just imagine they'd go with their grade A storyline stuff, not uh, – um, temporary storylines, which is what this Dusty Classic is. These guys are not going to go on to be tag teams in real life after this. This is just one and done type crap, which none of us are going to emotionally invest in because these tag teams are not going to be together a month from now. Right. So and, why do I care about it? And to elaborate the answer to this guy's question, uh, Fisk, a tournament handcuffs you booking-wise. Once you started this tournament, now you're like committed to it, so you got to see it through. And so like as what Matt's saying, you're getting your ass handed to you by AEW most weeks. You don't the, the 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 this tournament takes away the ability to pivot and and and, and just try to throw out there what you think is going to be your best foot forward when you have to commit to this damn tournament and, and I just tag team tournaments man I don't know I just don't if you have like nineteen really good tag teams yeah. like, like WW I could go back in time to WWF they were big time on having tournaments back mm-hmm. if you remember in the eighties mm-hmm. um, even they didn't do something like this you know what I mean yeah. they had Heart Foundation Bulldogs Killer Bees they had uh, you know. Um, demolition, uh, demolition, but, but before them, even, um, uh, we call, um, uh, Iron Sheik and, uh, Nikolai Volkov. Um, it's so Bushwood, it's so many tag teams, even they didn't do this crap. Yeah. Well, and NXT was kind of on a roll, uh, with Survivor Series, the yeah, Survivor were. Series, post Survivor Series, the ball with Rhea Ripley, big time. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. A month Every ago, show should have been about her, centered around her. 
a month ago, do you know how excited I was to see what came next in NXT? And now it's just this tournament. And uh, to a lesser extent, Worlds Collide. They're doing an okay yeah. job with it, but they're they're trying to do too much at once. And what's those, weird is they're not building NXT for the Rumble. Those, those were all more important uh, things than her winning yeah. the title, unfortunately. And that's stupid. Which, you know, I'm glad across the board, the company hasn't been building the Rumble to its normal standard. I mean, basically... Heyman and Lesnar are the only ones building to the Rumble because, again, it's a gimmicky Brock Lesnar 29-person gauntlet match. But, I mean, yeah. even like, I don't know if you guys talked about this on Monday, so when was the last time a Raw, a go-home Raw or a Rumble, didn't end with some type of locker room on, you know, lets out, you have the big brawl, you turn into the Rumble. I mean, there's been no, it's been very, it's been very mild on the Rumble build, relatively speaking, to, to past years. Uh, fun times with games with a dollar ninety nine super chat. Thank you. Saying what's Thank the point you. of the tournament? And uh, he loves us. Thank you. Um, he or she. Um, but uh, the point of the tournament. I mean, there's a there's a trophy, but this is the same bragging rights. I mean, what was when what the club win in Saudi Arabia? Best tag team in the world. <clears throat> like, Who cares? Yeah, it's just it's meaningless. It does it doesn't go anywhere. It's cool for a few appearances to have the announcers put them over as. You know, these this, this if it's a tag team that actually wins it. My thing is, it's going to be two singles acts that win it that Maybe. have been forced to become a tag team. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, grizzled young veterans, Zach Gibson and James Drake, won this tonight, beating Undisputed Era. Uh, now, Worlds Collide, Undisputed Era is facing Imperium, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Uh, we got a promo for Tony Storm, who is love facing. Her. I love. Yeah. Her. Facing uh, Rhea Ripley at Worlds Collide tonight, we got Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. This was a hell of a match. This this was awesome. This, this is what two stars look like. Yeah, tonight was strong, man. Once again, NXT killed it with the women tonight. I mean, this match started. Uh, I mean, it ended at roughly the same time. AEW's women's match this went like twice as long. Um, got a lot of great spots. This, this was, I watched over. I'll be straight up. I'll be honest with all the viewers. I watched this part over AEW. Yeah, it was great. It was absolutely great. Uh, Bianca Belair appeared out of nowhere, leveled Storm. So winner by DQ, Io Shirai. Um, this was good tonight, man. Seriously, can you imagine, Matt, if we just had women's segments instead of this dusty classic crap? That I, I swear to God, it would do a better number. At this point, like I've said this before, the all-women show should be NXT, and, I feel like. Someplace. And to be clear, and this is how serious I am, it has nothing to do with, oh, man, you're just kissing ass and saying women wrestlers, yay, rah, rah. No, I'm not. I'm saying their storylines and their characters are deeper than the rest of the shows. It's not even debatable. All those two women that we just saw tonight have incredibly deep-layered characters, multi-layered characters already. And one of them is from the UK show, which is crazy when you think about it, because you think she wouldn't get as much run for us to emotionally invest in her. But they've done right by her, and they have given her a lot of run on crossover shows as well. So we do care a lot about her. And then Eros Rice is just a freaking badass and a great, great character. Um, I, I just think we care more about their characters. They've done better work. with. The, it just happens to be that they're women. They've done a better job of creating better characters, more compelling storylines, too. And uh, Rhea Ripley came into the ring after this, got into it with Bianca Belair. I mean, there's just so much going on. Like, Don't you think is... they won this segment if they went head to head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. <clears throat> and uh, notice, I, I don't think there's a single NXT women's talent where they're talking about what their day job is. 
You know, they're just there to wrestle. Is that the dentist reference? Yes. Okay. Huh. I it, still think she should be doing that. I think they need a twist in how she does it, but yeah. Yeah. But Matt, if that was the first thing, so, okay, let's say you came back to wrestling. And let's say all they wanted to talk about was that you're the mayor of Longwood, Florida. Like Which they probably would though. They would, but at a certain point, you're like, guys, I'm also That's a wrestler who's really like I'm jacked. I'm really good at what I do. <laughs> like, can we maybe just go, he's a beast, but then also also the mayor. Fun yeah. fact, but yes. not, you know. The whole caboodle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Antoine Fair saying maybe the women are gonna get their own takeover. Uh Why not? Well, I feel like Evolution, I mean, it's been moved to the retired section on uh, the WWE pay-per-views, so I think it's not happening That's weird. again. It is weird. Uh, but this segment was great. Then uh, we had Undisputed Era cutting a promo backstage, setting up the match for later tonight with Keith Lee and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Then we had Finn Balor versus Joaquin Wild. I was so pumped. For uh, D- I was really excited for him, dude. Zima is man, this dude never ages. Um, I feel like, dude, I know he's from Pittsburgh, and that's where I worked him. What's his name's dad's show? Um, his company, uh, Justin, um, uh, Corey Graves' dad's independent. Uh, oh, yeah, company. yeah, um, that's yeah. what he used to wrestle for. Yeah, um, that's how I met Zima. I, I swear to god, the kid had him in 16. This dude, I swear to you, yeah. he. he he was prepubescent still, is what he looked like. He was so young, and he was doing some crazy stuff even back then. So yeah. I was excited to see him get this matchup for so many personal reasons. And uh, I texted him; he freaking carried his part of this match. He looked awesome. This was awesome. I was excited for this. This is another uh, segment I thought that may have won. Yeah, it's competitive. yeah. I mean, I think it's two weeks in a row he lost on TV, but at least he's getting on TV. So that's yes. you know. So does that? Yeah, Matt Gio Corey's brother, who's also a wrestler. Um, he, he was better than Corey. He had a better look than Corey. Well, he's still working, and he's now now he's promoting shows here in Pittsburgh, and, and they do <laughs> they, they do them at a, a it's called the Rex Theater. They're like bar shows. They are a blast. Dude, doing- Corey Graves' family is the biggest wrestling fans, and they know everything there's know about wrestling history. Like they're fun as hell to ride in a car with. Yeah, and they it, pick up their report. It's WWF eighties history. It's the best. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sam Sam shows that he's doing here, and I've been doing commentary for him. There, because he brings like some, you know, he'll bring like, uh, he'll bring like La Parca and some guys from Mexico, and then he'll have like, you know, Swaggle and, and Bull James and like some, it, it's a great mix of guys. So, Sam, you guys don't know, is uh, Corey Graves' brother, taller, was physically like more muscle on him. Um, he used to be super overweight when I knew him as a little kid. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, dude, next thing I know, he was signed by, he had a <laughs> developmental contract. I was like, when the frick did this happen? I just saw this kid like three <laughs> years ago. And he was a little kid. When did he grow up all of a sudden? He had a developmental contract. The kid had abs. He was huge, muscular. I don't know what he did not to move on with that company through developmental because that kid was so much potential. He's a, And he's a good guy on top of it. He doesn't get in trouble. He's yeah. a cool dude. That family, I can't say enough good things about. They're cool people. The whole yep. family. The dad, mom. I just stay on their couch. Yep. Oh, nice. Good people. Can you uh, fit on an average couch, Matt? <laughs> no, my feet always go up on the armrest gimmick. Like my calves go up on the armrest gimmick. Matt, you should Matt, you should come work one of uh, Sam's the shows he's doing here. Sam for Sam for Sam, I would. You should, dude. They are a blast. I'm telling you. Huh. Do they yeah. still do it at the hotel? No, we're doing them at a place called the Rex Theater on the south side of Good. Pittsburgh, and it's like there's no guardrails. Fans are up against the ring. It's a really fun atmosphere. That's cool. Yeah. So. 
after that with Finn Balor picking up a win, we got uh, the setup for this match. Shotzi Blackheart eliminated Shayna Baszler last week in the Battle Royal. And tonight, Shayna versus Shotzi one-on-one. I was very worried this was going to be a squash, but they let uh, Shotzi have quite a bit of uh, offense and quite a bit of time in this match. I thought this was going to be a squash, too. Good for her, man. Uh, I like Shotzi a lot. Um, as I mentioned, I'm biased. Uh, the best man at my wedding co-hosts a uh, horror movie podcast with uh, Shotzi. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been here. I've, he's been hyping her up for years. Uh, he's not even a wrestling fan. So I've been texting him being like, dude, you do not understand the push this girl's getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she held her own tonight. She did end up uh, tapping out to the Karafuda clutch. But uh thought she looked good. That she got herself over. Yeah. Yeah, crowd was chanting for. I mean, do you think? And Justin, maybe you can comment a bit on this. All the rumors. I know you have said that uh, uh, Shayna bore a lot of the blame for the disappointing women's triple threat main event at Survivor Series. There does seem to be a lot of uh, murmurs online about her doing something meaningful at the Rumble this weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I mean, she's still in the company, and you know, she's on NXT. So, I mean, you know. It didn't, you know, Survivor Series wasn't the best show or the best result, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, if you're asking me, do I think she wins? No, I don't think she wins the Rumble. Um, you know, does she have a meaningful match Mania weekend on one of the shows, Mania or the NXT? Yeah, yeah possibly. I mean, again, she's still in the company. But, yeah, I, I don't think she did not help her stock, um, at least in the eyes of Vince, I don't think, uh, as a, you know, that Survivor Series main event just as a whole. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Gotcha. Uh, we had... Uh, video package about Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai recapping the feud they've been having. They're going to battle next week on NXT. See, I feel like next week NXT is going to be done with the Dusty. They've got the finals, and then finally we get more real stories. Um, we've got the semifinal match tonight, the Broserweights versus Imperium. And, uh, yeah, the Broserweights, Matt, the put-together tag team of Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle picked up the win tonight to advance in the Dusty Classic. Yeah, and this is what I mean by why would I mostly invest in them? They're not going to be a tag team after this tournament. They have a T-shirt, and it's a cool, funny. <laughs> it's a play on words with their name. It's cute, great, good story. They're not going to be a team after this tournament. Why do I care? What's going to make me turn on? You know, turn off AEW to go watch it. If we yeah. were a tag team, Matt, what would our tag team name be? It'd be same thing Matt just said. Nobody would care because they know I dump your ass a month after. Once the storyline's done, I want to go get mine in the singles division. My, my vote, my vote is uh, we are the the Jew print. <laughs> you totally worked that. You set that up. It just popped in my head. No way. No we way. Have t-shirts on this one. This has been a. This is a post-it note. That you that that your w- computer at three forty-five p.m. today. You popped in your head somehow. Yeah, he woke up. He woke up in the middle of the night and sweat with quick. that idea. Did you really and have that up right now? Remember how uh, you you had the the Vesuvius man, whatever the T-shirt you had before. Vitruvian man. Vitruvian. Vitruvian. Vitruvian pardon me. Uh, it would be like that, but it would have a star David in the back. Of it. So it would be the same thing. <laughs> Big star David in the circle. We would sell three of those. Fifty percent of our audience doesn't know what the Vitruvian Man is. Vitruvian just putting that up there. Yes, I'll just say that I would be pot it's committed totally to the this. same thing. By the way, I'd be the, pot committed to the Jew Print. Yeah. The Jew Print versus Raj back. Okay. <laughs> Set it up, Raj. <laughs> Raj, Raj how hurt would you be when you see me pin your idol? Uh, uh, <laughs> 
I'm killing my own joke. I'm being distracted here in the background. Stop distracting me. Um, what do we just call him? Um, what's his name? Right. Raj back. Yeah, he would be. Raj would be destroyed forever. <laughs> Matt and Glenn yes. would definitely be. <laughs> Sorry, we're reading some of the comments. I apologize. No, the comments are great. Um, so with this tonight, I mean, this was a good match, right? I mean. Rosewood's picking up the win again. I get what you're saying about it not mattering. Both super talented and great. Who could say they're not? But again, it's supposed to be a tag team tournament. I'm supposed to be seeing, in my opinion, if it's a tag team tournament, I'm supposed to be seeing tag team action with tag team psychology that's supposed to be better than anywhere else because, again, it's a tournament for the top tag teams, right? So I should. that's why it should be the draw. And two singles acts don't do that for me. And we'll get into AEW why I'm going to contradict that later Ooh. on and how this is different in a way. So then we had the main, ev- main event. God, it feels like not a lot happened tonight on NXT. This is the problem with these really long matches. But we had the North American title match, Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong. And uh hell of a match. But we've been asking this for a while. How does Undisputed Era, where do the cracks start to form? Do they all lose their title belts on one night? And no. Tonight, uh, Roderick Strong lost to uh, to Keith Lee. Keith Lee's the new NXT North American champion. This was the right move. I thought that was the right move. Keith Lee's on a meteoric rise. Like that's some corny. He really is. Oh, he he needed he needed he needed to win. He you know he's sense. a star. He's memorable. And in fact, uh, so much show by comparison. Instead of Roderick Strong, I think I said Kyle O'Reilly earlier was NXT North American champ. That's the problem with Undisputed Era. Look at Keith Lee. Look at all of Undisputed Era, and you say Keith Lee and Adam Cole are stars. The rest mm-hmm. of the guys are uh, backing band. Yes. Yeah, this is the right decision to give the uh, strap to Keith Lee. I mean, you know, he, you know, Rhea Ripley. They they haven't followed through as much as they should have. But I'll tell you what, since Survivor Series, Keith Lee's really been on a on a tear. So this is good. Uh, dude's 35, so get get what you can get out of him now. He's got the people behind him. They love you know chanting along with him. I'm I'm all in favor of this. And I guess I'll real quick and I'll segue to one of our news stories that we uh, teased we were going to talk about. Keith Lee is the pick to win the Rumble by CM Punk. So there you go. As said on WWE backstage Tuesday night on FS1. Yeah, we'll see. Got to get the news in there, Matt. Right. Moving on. Come on, Raj told me so. I know. Matt, do you ever want to be big enough that just you saying something is news? Like, well, Matt Morgan predicted this. No, I want to be big enough to move the show on because we are going to be here for three hours otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then after they just uh, went back to building uh, Imperium versus Undisputed Era, which is happening at Worlds Collide this weekend on the WWE Network. Awesome sell by Adam Cole, too, with a chop from Walter. Totally. Yeah, well, uh, Walter uh, looks like a huge star as well, both in size, stature, and uh, he won't presence. be if he ever gets called up to Raw SmackDown. They oh will no, go. Vince will never go with it. I guarantee it. Yeah, it will not go well. Um, but of course, we'll be covering Worlds Collide. We'll have an after show right here on Wrestling Inc. So let's talk about AEW tonight. Here we were out on the Chris Jericho Rock and Rager at C Part Du, and uh, man, we opened with SCU the AEW Tag Team Champions versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. And Matt, contradict yourself because two singles acts, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page, won tonight 
with uh yeah kazarian taking the pin and the new champs are kenny omega and hangman page you're starting off with that that was uh the first match right yeah was i behind on my <clears throat> why do i know it was on the 937 on my tv what did it what well that was the first match for me no okay i'm, I'm an hour behind never mind um all right anyways uh, this is going to contradict what I said earlier, um, but this did make sense. All right, because this isn't in a tag team tournament setting, and no offense to Kazarian and and uh, um, what do you call it? God dang, what's the name of the tag team? SEU. They're the weakest of those tag teams, and I don't mean to say weak in, in a negative way. By the way, I just mean Young Bucks, uh, Lucha Brothers. There's so many better tag teams in that division that I would argue should have been their first tag team champions. So it, for me, it was always just a matter of time. I honestly thought that uh, um, Jungle Boy, you know, uh, his team would have won the, been the first tag team champions when they first were crowning. I was going to say that they were going to be the first tag team champions before Hope Boy got hurt and hurt his hamstring. Um, but anyways, this was a great match. This really was a good match. And I loved all how um um God, why am I always brain farts tonight? Um what's his name on Kenny's team? Um Page. Hangman Page. Hangman Page had a lot of great offense in there. He won the match essentially. Um smart tag team in by dragging um Kenny over to the corner and tagging himself in. Just smart. That's great wrestling tag team psychology right there. Jim Ross put it over huge, which it meant even more. Um, and the buckshot lariats into the ring and out of the ring were pretty freaking sweet. Surprised Kazarian didn't take the flip back bump on it, though. Um, but nonetheless, this was a great match. I had, no, I had no, nothing wrong with them, even though they're two singles act, winning this because of where their storyline is going to be going. And I know you don't like to see tag team championships on two singles acts telling a single story, which you know is going to happen between Kenny and and uh, Hangman Page, right? But yeah. I'm sorry, SEU having the tag team champions were not championships. We're not doing anything for those titles, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, so I mean, Young Bucks, I think, come out of this. I think those two are going to go against them, and, and Hangman Page and Kenny wound up feuding out of this. And Bucks will be the ones that win the titles off of them. Yeah, well. I think it's transitional, like you said. I think this is setting yeah. up a single storyline with Adam Page, even him celebrating with the crowd and drinking afterwards. Yes. Um, right? But there was a lot of good a lot of good spots in this match. It was Great. good. Um, I think it is a good transition to uh the Young Bucks, but quite frankly, I mean, Page really needs this. Kenny really needs this right now. I mean, isn't it funny that two of the guys that you thought would have been yeah. two of the top faces of the company seem kind of irrelevant in AEW right now before this? I think both guys were main event talents. Seriously, two eventual perennial, I'm being serious, perennial AEW world heavyweight champions, you know, 20 years from now, you know, something like that between both Kenny and Hangman. It still could happen. Yeah. But I thought it would start a lot earlier. Shout, well, out, to Steve, shout out to Steve B. Yeah. 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 It says we're the best wrestling podcast, a $10 super chat, which is, which is Damn, crazy. Steve. Thanks, Steve B. Oh, I feel like I'm, uh, you know, uh, dancing on the corner and people are throwing a quarters in a hat or something. Uh, $10. Wow. My dancing is not worth that. That's for sure. Those Jew print moves. The Jew print moves. Who has an alarm going off in the background? Oh. 
Jews not really known for their dancing. <laughs> Fun times with games, seconding with another dollar ninety nine, just like the guy before. Best wrestling podcast, you know. Thank you. Oh, this is going to go to our heads eventually. Clearly, <laughs> all uh, it, already, it already has. We're going to WrestleMania, dude. It's true. It uh, by speak, the way, yeah. cheap plug. We're not. We're not releasing the details just yet. We have the details finished. For those of you that want to hang out with us Mania Weekend, I urge you to keep your happy hour Friday afternoon, early evening clear in the Tampa area for WrestleMania Week if you'd like to see those that are on your screen and more. So details soon to come up. Yes. We'll get the menu to put a Jew print cocktail that'll be Manischewitz and like uh, Blue Caraco. Great. Uh, Anyhow. Uh, So... After this match, uh, yeah, Paige celebrating. I think it's interesting that they're going with the alcohol angle with this. So the Bucks were out there celebrating with them. They looked annoyed uh, what he was doing with uh, the crowd. Here's what's gonna happen. He's yeah. gonna look. He's gonna continue to look cool drinking the beers like in a James Storm way. And I don't think it's gonna go the way they, they think it's gonna go. Print. <laughs> like, go back to that. Yeah. Justin Jew Lopez, thanks for two dollars. The super chat says, "Quote unquote, Jew print tease mania weekend, guys." <laughs> call wrestling. What's the name of the company? Uh, Pro wrestling tease. Give them a call, Glenn. Yeah, fifty-fifty, brother. See what we can make work. Raj is going to be like, "I own the IP to that because you talked about it on the podcast." <laughs> um, anyhow, Priscilla Kelly versus Britt Baker tonight. Uh, Decent match, kind of short. Both got some moves in, but Britt Baker ultimately ended up winning via submission and then uh, cut a pretty clear heel promo after insulting the audience, hyping up her own hotness, and uh, dissing Tony Schiavone for working at Starbucks during uh, his uh, slower money-making years. That was out of left field. But the the rest of it, though, I, I don't know. I like it. Do you remember, actually, Matt, you weren't on that episode of the podcast. So we interviewed Tony right when he started getting into podcasting. And he was talking about that. I think he was still working hours at Starbucks. Sometimes we talk about a meteoric comeback over the last three years. It's great. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that is kind of like deeper knowledge, I think, for wrestling fans to even get. But the Jericho crews, obviously, the people there know that story. But what did you think about uh, Britt's promo and this direction they're going in with her? I, I said I thought it was good. I like her as a heel. Uh, the Starbucks comment came out of nowhere, but uh, the rest of the, the I didn't understand why her opponent was there. Like they, they're on a cruise. Um, you figure that they put like a very select group of people that they invite to this. Do you know what I mean? So like I was surprised that this was her opponent mm. and not like a bigger named opponent. You yeah, know what I mean? She, yeah, she. Um, Who was this girl? I don't know who this girl was. Priscilla Kelly. What's the backstory, Justin? He, uh, she's uh, Darby Allen's significant other, if I recall correctly. She had that famous spot on the indie circuit, which I believe had a chant tonight. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Matt knows what the one who pulled her gimmick, uh, gimmick yeah. out of her gimmick. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Is it? I believe so. Because that's the only noise I have heard. Like on the indie scene with like uh, women's wrestling, the being something like that over the top for you to say it that way. Oh yes. My okay. 
we're so yeah. in sync, Matt. We should be playing charades together. So she That's was over. Me. Everybody knew who she was then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's all that matters. Okay. That's a good win. That's a great win for, you know. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Brett Baker. Yeah, I mean, the, the heel turn's good. And we kind of just, they've, they've been showing like hints of it the last couple of weeks every time we see Britt. That was good. I, I think the intent started out good. I'm the hottest girl, making, you know, talking down to Shivani, making fun of him for working at, at Starbucks. And then she kind of started repeating herself a couple of times. I don't know if, uh, and then, then JR's like, all right, we're cutting away for this and we're going to commercial. Um, it's it, the intent was good. I just I, I think I just need to tighten yeah. it a little bit. So it's interesting though now, Matt, because we talked about before what was the chase going to be. I think we were all predicting it would be like a Nyla Rose or an Awesome Kong taking the title off Riho and then Britt Baker as a yes, face definitely. challenging the Monster Heel because that's what it should have been. Yeah, that's what it should have been. It should not have changed, but <laughs> instead they screwed up and booked women's matches of uh, particular women that nobody emotionally invested in or cared about enough. And they wasted week after week after week after week of that crap with long segments on top of it to drag our eyes out through that crap. And it sucked. It sucked. Let's just be honest. And um, not the actual wrestling, but the fact that we didn't care about those people that were in there at the moment. We didn't care enough about it. We cared about the people you just said, Nyla, Kong, Britt Baker. And we weren't getting them. In action. Do you think just when the build should have been happening for Britt Baker is my point. I agree. Do you think that uh, Awesome Kong's lack of medical clearance a few weeks ago might be why they're maneuvering some things to have Baker turn heel now to to, uh, set up a challenge with her and Riho? No, because why not just do it with what's her name? She's an easy, much easier. Yeah, much. I don't know what they don't see in Nyla. Not. I mean. They had her go crazy and throw everybody into. Did you see that segment backstage last week when they had her throwing mm-hmm. women all over the place and into stuff, stiff as hell, cursing on it as well? I think they do have plans for her. I hope so. Uh, and there's also an argument that someone like her, uh, of her size, stature, someone like Kong size and stature, doesn't necessarily need the title. It's true. Now that is true. Nyla, I still think would have been the perfect champion to chase. Yeah, well, I, and I, I think Nyla also, her personality, she is so much more dynamic. If you've ever seen her talk, look at her panel from StarCast. She's actually got sort of a natural baby face quality she, when she, she starts does. talking. She does, but she also talks really good trash, oh. too, like you saw backstage last week. Yeah, Justin? Uh, well, that's a nice $5. Yeah, Sound Shop, vo- Sound Shop Vlog saying, I love Raj with the boss man serious shtick in spurts. But you guys are the true wink three. Need podcast merch, please. So there you have it. Um, I, I, I think I think another I think another obstacle they have with Kong, uh, never mind the medical clearance here recently, is that I think that they don't have her necessarily every week. You know, she you know she's she's done well for herself getting into Hollywood, doing Glow. There's one more season of Glow to do. So I, I think uh, that's why we saw it at first. A lot of pre tapes, a lot of that Nightmare Collective stuff is pre tapes, and her not at live shows because I think they are uh, dealing with her schedule. So that might be hard too to uh, put more investment behind somebody who you're having to tug and pull with their schedule. And that makes sense. I mean, although, you know, I don't know if you know this, Justin, Britt runs a successful dental <laughs> practice and manages to show up at AEW TV every week. Yes, I'm aware. Yes. Um, you really hate that, man. You're, you're, <laughs> you're Salt Lake City on I, that. I, I have to admit, <laughs> I, I don't know if I hate it or I love it or I love how much I hate it, or hate how much I love it, I'm not sure. Were you traumatized by a dentist as a kid? I 
you know, people of my faith, a lot of us are in the dental field. So I have a lovely time at dentists. And when I mention my dad's a rabbi, I usually get a little bit knocked off the bill. It's kind of nice. So no, me and dentists, A-okay. All right. Yeah. There are perks to being the chosen people. I bet your dentist never looked like Britt Baker. That is true. You don't see a lot of female Jewish dentists. There is a stereotype, and it is true. Anyhow, um, Jurassic Express versus Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz with Jake Hager at ringside. So uh, how's Jurassic Express working for you, Matt? Especially tonight with uh, Marco out there. He's got to go. He's got to go. I don't see any single. I just don't get. I don't get it. I'm not going to keep harping on it. It's. I don't. I don't like it. That's all I can say. I don't like it. Yes. I love love Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. I love his gimmick. I love his act. I love his selling. Love his offense. He's going to be a big star. He's still putting on size. He's still growing into that body of his. That's that's what's crazy. His 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 potential is freaking untapped. Is completely still untapped. Um, and obviously Luchasaurus is freaking just awesome. That those two as a tag team are freaking great. I thought they would be the first AEW tag team champions. Marco Stunt kills this gimmick for me. Fun times with games. Another super chat saying Marco makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. Um. I think it works. I just don't, don't pair him with such a money tag team. I mean, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy were perfect, as is. Great gimmick. It all made sense. Yeah. Uh, good match, though. Good six-man tag here with uh, Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz winning via pinfall. Um, yeah, Judas over uh, Judas Effect on uh, Stunt. So we got... The champion pinning Marco Stunt tonight for the win. As he should. It's his cruise. That's true. <sighs> Anyhow. Time out. Wait, no. So Chris Jarek, wait. So Chris, as he should, as Chris Jarek, like what? There was like a contest as if it wasn't his cruise that we had to worry Marco Stunt was going to beat Chris Jericho? Yes, there was deep concern, <laughs> man. Thank God this is my cruise. Right? He, he went, Jericho, Jericho went to the yes. office. Of, the original. He went to the office and pulled, you, and pulled the politics. Now that nobody heard that. Um, Marco's, the original plan written was Marco Stunt was the <laughs> super duper powerbomb Chris Jericho off the top rope until it was, you know, they decided that they're going to wrestle at the cruise. So they give Chris tip of the cap. Thanks for letting us use your ship, Chris. <laughs> you know what they should have done? I'm glad you just exposed the booking plans. Marco Stunt. Like, this is what I mean. It, it, it didn't mean anything when he painted Okay, because this was taped last night and because spoilers leaked out ahead of time, they should have done it like the movie Clue and shot multiple endings and then surprised you with, with which one they showed on TV. <laughs> I forgot that's how they did that. Yeah. I forgot remember, you had to go it. to different theaters to see the different endings and then they put them all out in home video. But I remember, like, my parents wouldn't drive me 20 minutes to another theater so I could see one of the different endings. That's pretty damn cool. See, I didn't know they did it in theaters. I had the video yeah. version. I had to wait until they came out on video. Yeah, no, in the theaters, they would say it's ending A, B, or C. And I saw ending A in the theaters, but I didn't oh, see all like, three until it came out on video. Do stuff like that nowadays. That seems so far ahead of its time. Because that movie, like, bombed at the box office. Everyone just said, well, I don't know if I'm going to get the good ending, so I'm not going to go. And then it killed it on home video and cable became a huge hit then 
Why would they tip their hand that there's three different finishes to it is my question. They should never have tipped their hand about it. Just let it come out in the movie theaters and, you know, one ending here in the Northeast, one ending here in the, you know, different yep. parts of the country and just let everybody figure it out on their own. Wait, wait, wait a minute. That's not how it ended. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. That'd be hilarious. That would have worked better if there was social media today and people across the country could communicate it instantly. Yeah, that's then they would have started arguing. No, that's not how the movie ended. Oh, yes, it is. And then they would have yeah. started figuring out that everybody has different endings. Although, I mean, in fairness, ending C, the one where they say this is how it really happened, is the best ending where they all did it. They're all like guilty, and uh, Michael McKeon's an FBI agent. Like, that's the best ending of the three. <sighs> I, I could just feel Raj reaching for his phone, being like, stop talking about Clue. First off, if you've never seen Clue, fantastic film one of the it best is. comedies of all time anyhow uh so yes alternate endings if you're going to pre-tape something film different outcomes make it a surprise um uh, mjf versus joey janelle tonight but of course first we got a recap of the feud between mjf and cody as they build this up their match that's happening a revolution next month uh what did you think of this match tonight even the distraction by kip sabian and penelope ford uh I mean, this was very much MJF's match, but they gave Joey quite a bit here. Because they don't know what to do with Joey. Joey, Joey's, I think Joey's pretty damn good, actually. Um, he's got to work on his build a little bit, his, his physique a little bit. But um, I think he, I, I like him. I like his shtick. I like his character. I think he has an actual character. Um, but I, I dig it. Um, I just didn't, I didn't want to see him have to lose tonight. And I love MJF. So we, you know what I mean? So I'm like, this is great for MJF. But did, did the distraction and all that other crap really need to happen here? Mm, I feel like... It feels like a TNA Dixie special. They're trying to get too many people in on something so they can get paid or, you know, hey, we're, they, we got them on the book. We got them booked on the show too. Well, I mean, people on the cruise wanted to see Joey Janela. They clearly want to do something with Joey Janela. Not him. I'm talking about the, what do you call it? Penelope oh, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. Nobody cares about Kip Sabian. No, he cares about on the Kip other Sabian. hand, they do. Penelope Ford is talented. She's actually pretty damn. You see the Rana she threw like was a few weeks ago, and during the men's match, like she she jumped on the apron and did a Rana off of it. She's I think she's great. She's memorable. They should be building her too. Uh, Kip Sabian should make a shirt that says "Nobody cares about Kip Sabian." That merch would sell (laughs) it. I agree. Nobody believes you're a heel. There's nothing about you. Yeah, Yeah, I don't buy him as a heel. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, MJF won this match via pinfall, of course, because Janela was uh, distracted for a moment by seeing his ex-girlfriend with Kip Sapien, <laughs> and oh. they were making out. He oh, was distracted. Because you didn't see the other nine weeks that they've done it. <laughs> I think this has become my new, forget worked punches, Matt. This is becoming the new hardest thing for me to suspend disbelief, that these distractions are distracting. I'm telling you, it's tough. It's tough to it's tough to explain to people. It's it's the truth though. It's like anytime somebody comes out, and there's some major stars that have fallen for this. Everybody has fallen for this. It doesn't matter if somebody comes out on the gimmick Titan Tron, you look up, and that's it. You get schoolboy. <laughs> let, 
let me explain to you when I'm working and when I'm <clears> in the zone work wise, my house could be on fire. I was going to say the same thing to you, Glenn. If we were in a real fight with somebody, Glenn, you would not do that. If someone just said, no. open up the, you're fighting with somebody at the bar and the door, the, the door opens at the bar, and some random five foot 10 person walks in. You're not going to stop your fight to look at him and com <laughs> commence to punching the guy again who just punched you. No. <laughs> and forget that. If I'm writing an email and someone tries to tell me something while I'm writing an email, I'm just, I'm typing at the screen. Like I'm just, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Eyes ahead, man. Yeah, that's a really good analogy, actually. Yes, that's exactly that's true. So I agree that we're asking a lot of fans. Actually, I don't even wrestle no more, so I'm not saying we. They, I can say they now finally. They, these wrestlers, are asking way too much of fans to suspend their disbelief for that. Unless it's music included. I don't know. No, even so. No. Well, you, even, it's actually even worse. Like, oh, their entrance music hits. Oh, I'm so distracted. Wait, if you would that make you look away? Wait a minute, why is there music playing? This is my match. I'm in the middle of kicking I mean, this guy's ass. What the hell's going on here? Kinda. I mean, I don't know. Should you mention you in on this? Well, <laughs> and this and this aside, they have been bad about like make like I've said it on several situations. They'll have the ref distracted for like three minutes. I mean, they really just they, they take it too they far. Did it in the tag team championship uh, uh, match as well. The ref was um, had a Scorp He let Scorpio Sky stand there way too long. Yeah. He did say, "Come on, Scorpio, got to get out." But it was like he was in there for like twenty five seconds. I would argue this: forget your opponent's theme music. Put on a good song. If I'm in a fight and the Humpty Dance comes on, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> The Humpty Dance. <laughs> like, we'll get back to this fight in a second, but come on. Why the Humpty Dance? Humpty Dance is a great freaking song. First of all, you're welcome in advance, fans, for this. Secondly, Glenn, do you remember the lyrics to it? Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and style that you're used to. I look funny, but you ain't making money, see? So, yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. So, gather around. I'm the new fool in town with the sound laid down by the underground. Drinking a bottle of Hennessy you have on yourself, so just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with the umpty. Oh, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm standing tall, y'all, and just like Humpty Dumpty, you're going to fall when the stereos pump me. I like to rhyme. I write my beats funky. I'm spunky. I take my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Strength gangs to match. But sometimes they get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, my skinny. Never all stop right. me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Here's hey. a no, first of all, he's proud of this. First yes. of all, secondly, the memes are gonna come from this. You're welcome, folks. I'm taking and let me tell you, I'm not sure what my wife's birthday is, but um, the Humpty Day start to finish. We have a lot in comic, but I'm terrible with dates. His birthday is terrible. Glenn, did you ever see that movie with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, Nothing But Trouble, that has... Uh, same song, yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and I never noticed this either. So they sing the Humpty Dance when they get brought into court. Tupac is one of their background oh, dudes yeah. in the band. I yeah. never noticed. I never... like. I, I caught that like five years ago. Yeah. And to follow up on Monday's podcast, I've started working on my hip-hop playlist that I will share with the fans. And I did put same song, Tupac's debut yeah. with Digital Underground. I put that on the... On the hip hop playlist, I'll be sharing. Yeah, that's a good, great song too. Yes. Uh, Isn't there a lot? He gets busy in a Burger King bathroom. That's the Humpty Dance. That's what I just ended yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mr. P uh, said every word was correct. Great job, Glenn. Yes. You are uh, a champ, Glenn. Again, I wish I could remember other things as well as I remember hip hop lyrics from the late 80s and early 90s. Um, okay. Uh, Raj's head has imploded, not exploded. <laughs> it's imploded. 
his neck is just sitting there. There's no head. It's gone. I Small. think every child of, of our age. Of course. Listen, this is why people watch our podcast. This is called Space Spade, especially like when some there's some weak ass matches that we gotta go over. They'd rather hear this stuff. I know they do. Yeah. That's what uh somebody was oh, there we go. Doom Tribe T. The show is off the rails because of a distraction. So there, that's yeah. a more believable distraction in a match. I'm waiting for somebody to comment in the 69. My nose will tickle your rear. Hang on. This is well well done, Doom Tribe T. That was actually yeah, very, very apropos comment. Yes. Uh, Chaz Shaw, $2 super chat. That's why this show is the best. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Yeah, what was next? Okay, so MJF. Uh, One. Mm, this wasn't really the full MJF experience, this promo tonight. It, it hasn't been a couple times now. Wouldn't you guys agree? I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried uh, he's not changing it up enough. I felt he tried a little too hard. He said he dropped. He said "goddamn" twice and within thirty seconds. Like I felt like he tried to be a little bit. He tried to be edgy. Like it didn't feel authentic. Uh, you got to be careful because that dude—he's the future of our business, dude. I don't care what he—he he is. You know he is. Um, he is. He's that talented, and he's that young, and he studies this stuff, and he sleeps and drinks, and he's only going to get better. But this is on them. This is on the, how they write for him and putting him in, in stuff that plays to his strengths. And hides his very, very, very minuscule and few weaknesses. Dude's in great shape. He's good, great. I think he's very good in the ring. He holds a lot back. He does it on purpose because he gets heat for it. It's awesome. It makes total sense. I think tonight this was uh, great when Cody came out and confronted him. Yes. Yep. This, <sighs> it, that was a high point for sure, yeah. So do you think this ends with Cody getting uh, a definitive win, MJF getting his comeuppance? I don't get the lashes part. What is the deal with this? It's just humiliation and weakness, right? But Okay, just say, screw it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> grab a chair. If you lose, go grab a steel chair really quick. Get back in the ring. Say, I'm not doing it. Make me. And then what's Cody going to do? Try to make him? He gets smacked over the head with a chair. No. I think it shows that Cody's being subservient, which in a way makes him more the underdog because look, he's Cody freaking Rhodes, right? He's the guy, coolest guy uh, in AEW. I'd argue even cooler than uh, Moxley and Jericho with his suits, with his vibe. So you think Cody versus um, Cody versus MJF. Oh, Cody's going to dominate this kid. MJF is, is nothing compared to him. So Cody being willing to lower himself gives him more of that baby face uh, angle. It has a potential to set him up for sympathy and empathy if he loses. But if he wins, are we that mad at MJ? I like I, MJF is a great heel, but I, I don't ever really get mad at him. I, I, I watch him as a wrestler, I guess, still. And I'm always impressed with his promos and how uh. much, what a great job he does, instead of me being actually pissed at him as a heel. See, I, what, so I don't want to see him get lashed. I want to see him get over when Cody accepted that stipulation of taking the lashings, and it's one of the stipulations in order to have a match with yes. MJF, that's what I looked at it as. Cody wants to get his hands on MJF that bad that he's willing to take humiliation. Oh, why is it a stip at all? Like, what made them pick that? Because MJ, well, MJF just wants to uh, MJF him. didn't come out there on a live mic and just throw it out there. I mean, in yeah. real life, oh. the, the show itself, the production. That dramatic mo- that, that dramatic segment of, you know, just whipping the guy ten times. It just it's just drama. It's gonna be like, you know, 
Am I the only one that? Uh, it's it about the planet cool. of the if yeah, well, if it, yeah. What's the what's the genre that comes from though? It feels a little uh, uh, Roman Gladiator. I think had a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Planet of the Apes is what I remember. I think that's like one of the more famous. A whole different context. I just watched the first time in a while, Django Unchained. I mean, it's like it's Jesus, just that, you have to no, really but, bring but, this but, down for a second. Well, no, but it's like that. Tor- it's just that torture and that and that and, and that just looking down on another, on another human. I watched the Joker today. It was awesome. Interesting. We could have a much much more in depth conversation about that, but. Uh, to your point though, um, Justin, see, I think of it as, as it is, um, yeah, I think they're trying to do something. It's just, a little, it seems so far-fetched, right? I don't think they're seriously trying to, to, um, look at it in a heavy context, but why not walk over broken glass? Why not walk over hot coals? Why yes. not? Yeah. That, that, it, that, maybe I mean, some, to your point, man, maybe it does seem a little random. It does. There's no connection to it. Like usually when there's a step, there's some sort of connection to it. Like uh, this guy, the steel cage match because the heel keeps escaping. You know what I mean? Gets counted out on purpose. Doesn't mind taking the L that way. Whatever. He doesn't get, Hulk Hogan doesn't get, get his hands on him. You know what I mean? Whoever the heel was. Um, hence the need for a steel cage, right? There's always a reason for a step. I don't get this one. Like where the hell they just randomly got this lashes business from. I don't know. Yes. And Justin, I guess to your point, in a more recent historical context, it does seem really out of left field. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, so tonight, MJF, uh, crowd pleasing moment, got snuck up behind him uh, by the Young Bucks, who threw him in the swimming pool. He was wearing trunks. Like I said, if this were fully clothed, it would have been a lot more meaningful. Did they break kayfabe? Uh, how so? I'm asking you, did you feel that they broke kayfabe doing that? Oh, yeah. I mean, Matt, if you were in your wrestling gear and you got thrown in a swimming pool, wouldn't you actually be like, thank you? This is actually very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, you just finished a match. Could use but that's my dip. question to you. As a fan watching it, did you feel, do you think there's like a normal fan that doesn't, that's not too, too smart that watches that? And uh, it's People under the kids under the age of 10. Right? I mean, it's like a dunk tank. After the person gets dunked the first time, who really gives a crap that you're just putting them right back in the water? In fact, I would argue if I was just in water and now I'm sitting out of water, I want to be back in the water. It's colder outside of the water. Yeah. So by dunking someone again, you're doing them a favor. Anyhow, we're thinking about this far more. Yeah, go ahead. Um, So... Page and Omega backstage. Omega said they did something special by winning the titles. Couldn't be happier. Page with a drink in his hand says, when I said I'm going to whoop both their asses, I'm going to whoop their asses. Uh, yeah, so the Young Bucks came in to celebrate. Page said uh, he's surprised they won the titles before the Young Bucks did head off. The Young Bucks seemed annoyed. So there you have it. Seeds being sown. Good. He's right. Damn, Bucks. You're right. You're right to show. How the hell do you not win it? How do you not write it for yourself to win the damn titles? First and foremost within this company, I would have done that. But Daniel Abinoff, $5 Super Chat, saying Cody will be whipped like Tommy Dreamer was canned in ECW by Sandman. I think he means caned. He does. Okay. Yeah, we get it. I'm just wondering the randomness of it. That's all. Yes. Caning, though, makes sense because the kendo stick and the cane are very similar. Well, Singapore cane was Sandman. Oh, true. Stick. 
<sighs> didn't didn't someone have a whip? Who am I forgetting that had a whip? Or is that just too dangerous? What was his name? Outlaw Ron Bass. <laughs> yeah, it. Bianca Belair with her hair left the mark. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, so How was, your, was, your, was your frosty beverage everything you thought it would be, Glenn? Was it uh, I'm just drinking water and throat coat tea tonight because I've got this cold. Oh. Just trying to keep my voice, keep my sanity. You know, the, the Humpty Dance really took a lot out of me there. <laughs> but glad I guarantee that's the high point of the show. <sighs> you know, this is this is why we do it, folks. It's really not about the wrestling. It's really not about the wrestling. Uh next week, private party and Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. Wait, 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 what was it? Oh, and private party both got that that's gonna be freaking good. Good I mean, private yeah. party and Darby Allen. Talk Hell about yeah. a mashup team combination. Yeah, but crazy, crazy high spots though, for sure. Yeah, there's some cool athletic things. In that. That'd be uh, some. That'd be some fun segments. You got Straight Edge, Darby Allen, and then you got the the, the private party <laughs> with the, the their their vodka and cranberry as they as they have in their entrance. Um, the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade with the bunny in tow. See, here we go. No, 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 no. Young Bucks, your main event tag team, like. No, no, I love. I'm, I'm friends with half fifty percent of Butcher and the Blade. I am, and I don't like saying this, but give uh, it a phrase. I, you, of course, you have. Don't get any on you. The Bucks are going to get a lot on them on the match. They should not be working them. Well, Matt, isn't yeah. the idea to get other talents over? Sure. Once you yourself have gotten yourself to where you deserve to be, which is being the main event level of that show, which, in my opinion, Omega. And them should have been from day one of, and have stayed there. Oh. Uh, Ren Javier, uh, Ren Javier, we're saying, someone please remind them that Cody's been hitting people with his weight belt in the ring I know. almost every match. I know. I know. Okay, so I there know. you go. It kind of makes sense. Oh, I thought you were going to say, why aren't we calling him out for being a heel? Even though he's a baby face. How is he being allowed to do that more importantly? No, but hitting with the belt. So don't think about it like a championship belt, but think about like, you know, like a regular belt. Like, Matt, the belt I sent you for Christmas, it would hurt to get whipped with, with that. Yeah. yeah well, By the way, did you figure out how that belt works? Not yet. <laughs> it, it's a life changing belt. You're going to love it. Uh, actually, I still couldn't figure out. <laughs> I'll, sh I'll show you at Mania. I'll show you how it works. Bring it there. I'll show you how to. Look it up. Uh, if you and I, if you and I weren't both sick, Glenn, I would take him up on this in a rap battle. Oh Jesus! Uh, I feel like crap. Yeah. Oh, but, but. Somebody, yeah. how much did they put in? Was that ten bucks? No, they gave two. He said that, that's a down payment. There's ten more if you know we get in a rap battle. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, if, and, and if Raj guaranteed we're splitting that ten, then yeah. <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, so Chris Jericho on commentary tonight. For the main event. Oh, next week also, Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus Cody with R. Anderson. I don't know. I'm laughing at this. It's just like, man, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian's just getting all the prime spots. Whatever. Next. Yeah. So, Pac versus John Moxley, the number one contender match for the AEW World Championship. Uh, in a business that feels predetermined, I don't think there's a single person that didn't think John Moxley was going to be facing Jericho at revolution next month but pack versus moxley tonight great match 
Moxley out with the eye patch tonight. Uh, the bandage around his uh, head definitely came into play. The injured eye came into play. Um, this was really good. It was. It was. Event. What was it? What, what were they telling Moxley to flip the bird to? By the way, I didn't. I didn't oh, that's a good question, Justin. Did you catch that? No. Right before the match started. Oh, started... I think there was another boat. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember yeah. that part. There, there was a part where the crowd was chanting like our. Our boat's better, or your boat sucks. And Jericho even noted that another boat had pulled up next to the port, and they were, yeah. So I guess that. Was oh, it. so he flew. Okay, got it. This is a um, great match. Though. This is a this yeah, a great match. Good storytelling. No, I, as a standalone match, this was fantastic. But I think yeah, it was very clear Moxley was going to win this. Uh, Doom Tribe T saying it was nice not having any Dark Order on AEW tonight. I it guess was. they didn't get invited on the cruise, nor should they have. They should have been the other boat, like a pirate ship storming the cruise. <laughs> no, it's just stayed their ass at home, which is exactly what they did. Great decision by EW. Uh, so that was the main event. Marcos Stone needs a join. And who else? Butcher and Blade. Matt's like, spin all these. I'm going to give you a list of talent. Put them on the because second AEW have show. Crazy, crazy yeah. mega talent. Uh, come on. You know there, I'm right. There was, a, there was a Dark Order video that aired on YouTube this week where they actually acknowledged that uh, the, the, the mass minion who had the terrible punches, and then they kick him out of the group in this video. It's actually pretty pretty cool. <laughs> That's cover. Yeah. That's what I think about that. Uh, anyhow, we went off the air. Jericho standing with the championship. It's going to be him versus Moxley at Revolution for the AEW World Championship. And there you have it. Wrestling at sea. What will they think of next? <laughs> Why do you always talk in such Shakespearean <laughs> voices? Clearly the next step is wrestling in space. <laughs> yep. Imagine the high spots in zero gravity. <laughs> Imagine. Cornette would hate it. Do we have do we have any news? Justin? Uh, uh only one only one more story we'll touch on real quick, because uh, we're past an hour. Uh thank God she's okay. Asuka was in Vegas last night oh, and she yeah. was at that fashion show mall where there was a public shooting that happened. And she tweeted that she had just escaped and the shooting she heard a scream in front of her. Uh, the shooting, and, and I guess she got some protection from some some people around her. But uh, scary stuff, Oscar, as part of that 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 shooting that took place in Vegas. So. Holy crap! Yeah. What the hell? It's a, wild, it's a crazy world. It is. Well, uh, I need to start frigging taking care of these people and treating them. That's what they need to start doing. Now, I agree, uh, Justin. What else? What else do we have? That's it. I already covered the CM Punk Keith Lee. I was going to talk about Matt Riddle teasing an interaction with Brock Lesnar at Rumble, but it seems kind of a moot point now that he has to fight for the Dusty Classic next Wednesday. So everybody's talking about Rocky Johnson's funeral. Is there any legitimacy to these these stories, these rumors? What what rumors? That there were like fights or conflicts there. Oh, I haven't heard that. I didn't know. Okay. What were the rumors? I want to hear them. I'm just reading this from the chat. People say anything in the chat sometimes, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. Just. But that's a good precursor. Is there any specific things I'm, that you're saying? Looking, uh, Justin, I'm Googling while you... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I had heard that. Steel 
or no, no, no. Um, just random Howard Finkel starting fights with so and so, Kevin Kelly. Is it like random like that, or yeah, like people fighting, conflicts breaking out? I mean, granted, you get a bunch of wrestlers from multiple generations all in the same room, an emotional, state. yeah, especially emotional situation like this. Um, but I'm not seeing anything. That sounds like some deep message board conspiracy kind of stuff. I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Okay, then. <clears throat> if there's truth, Wrestling Inc. will have the story. Fair. On that note, Friday night, I'm out. Matt will be here. It's Michael Where Wiseman. Are Where are you going? I'm going to a comedy. Actually, I'm going to a freestyle rap show. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see two different shows because they're different each time. But the creator of Hamilton... Uh, the hip-hop musical on Broadway, which go back years to when I explained to Matt Morgan what Hamilton was years ago. That was a funny show. Um, but uh, the creator of Hamilton is, uh, has this like group freestyle of Supreme, and they take audience suggestions, and they tell stories, and they do all these freestyle challenges. I normally hate improv, and I have to admit, we saw this on Broadway. It was fantastic. So they're doing two shows in San Francisco. Friday night, we're going to both. I'm really looking forward to it. But I will be back Saturday night for Worlds Collide. Uh, Matt, Raj, and Michael will be here Friday. All right. So there you have it. He is at BP Matt Morgan. He is at Justin Labar. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Gotcha. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.